0: as Daryl was mentioning at the outset, between our life of contemplation and action, between our inner lives and our outer lives. Because when Jesus says to us today, you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world, Is this first and foremost something we are supposed to do? (laughs) Or to be? I invite you to uh, turn to your bulletin and to look at our church wheel on the cover. You're you're gonna be hearing a lot of metaphors flying today. We have salt and light and we have a wheel and I'm talking about a water a lot an English teacher would find fault with me, but I hope you can roll with us, so to speak. So this wheel, if you look at it, and by the way, there's a banner downstairs that has this in larger letters that are a little bit easier to read. This was created by our identity work group two years ago. And looking at this wheel was a key part of our church leaders retreat two Saturdays ago. Notice first of all that Christ is our center. He is the hub of this church. And then outside, out in the spokes, you can see this beautiful interplay between doing and being in our church. Doing things like serving Monday night meals, welcoming refugees, and providing housing for those in need. Being, things like prayer and worship and meditating on scripture, both are absolutely crucial to our walk with Christ. I want you to hear that clearly. Both are absolutely crucial. We can't do one without the other. But today, I want to focus especially on our being. So let me tell you a story about being. I'll never forget the morning 10 years ago right over in that conference room when I was interviewing to be (laughs) your new lead pastor. And I was sharing at the table rather shyly about my new love for prayer and meditation, my love for sharing contemplative prayer retreats, and I asked if this might just maybe interest anyone here in this church. And right away, Lisa King, who now lives in Virginia, responded enthusiastically. She says, yes, we are interested. Because East Chestnut is a church of doers. We do, and we do, and we do many good things. But then she said, I think we all struggle to be. We struggle being with God and being supported by God. And we're not quite sure how to make that connection with God all the time. And let me tell you, this was music to my ears. Because deep down I heard Lisa saying in this church we are really thirsty for God. And one of the things that was happening in that interview process is that in contrast at the other church where I was interviewing and where I thought I wanted to go. I just kept on sensing that they weren't thirsty. And so what happened with Lisa and some of the conversations that followed became a crucial turning point in my hearing God's call to come here all the way out here to Lancaster 10 years ago. Thanks be to God. So our Focus today on doing and being reminds me of a little story from back in the 1960s that some of you may have heard about some graffiti that was written up on a warehouse wall in Dallas. First, someone wrote up on the wall, to do is to be. Lao Tzu, the Chinese philosopher. And then later on, someone came along and wrote a second line below that, to be is to do. Jean-Paul Sartre, the French existentialist. And then someone came along and wrote a third line down below, do be, do be, do. Frank Sinatra, you know. Do be, do be, do. In our gospel readings right now from Matthew, we find ourselves in the Sermon on the Mount. And our Lord Jesus is using vivid word pictures to help us. To see and to contemplate and to live into the kingdom of God. God's beautiful realm of justice and shalom and wholeness and kinship and prayer to be lived right here, right now. And then following the Beatitudes, which we heard last week. Remember, blessed are, blessed are, blessed are. Today, Jesus begins by giving us not so much a to-do list, but a to-be list. As he says in verse 13, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. In other words, he is saying, be who you really are. And the wonderful thing about this that we almost always miss is that in the original Greek, every one of these you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world, are plural, plural pronouns. In other words, he's saying, You all together are the light of the world. And you know, I love to say this. You know, if Jesus were from Pittsburgh, what would he say? Yous are the light of the world. How about Philly? Yous are the light of the world. Exactly. So the first thing I want us to remember today is that being salt and light is something that we are called to do together. If you were listening to Krista Tippett this last week, she talked about collective effervescence. This is what Jesus is talking about, living and moving and being together, light and salt. A second thing I want you to go home remembering today is that our being salt and light needs to be sourced in God. And so today I want to challenge all of us to start creating our own to be list. And first and foremost on our to be list is something about our being connected with God through prayer, meditation, yoga, or brief pauses, sacred pauses throughout the day, or by drinking regularly from our divine source, through worship, spiritual reading, or walks in nature. You know, over coffee this past week, one of you was sharing with me about your electric cars, low charge light, suddenly blinking one day while you were going down the highway. Not a good feeling. And you were telling me this story and you said it was blinking and maybe that distracted you because you then managed to miss the next exit not also a good feeling. And you were very much in danger, I didn't know this, but in an electric car, when the charge gets down to a certain point, it automatically goes down to five miles an hour for a while and then it stops. Very dangerous on a highway. And what I was thinking is, spiritually, what if we are all like electric cars? Really, what if we are like electric cars? You know, this past week, I realized one day that I spent the whole day feeling off-kilter, anxious, pushy, and impatient ever have one of those days? <laughs> I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> oh, right. And you know what I realized is that evening I was like, Danette, what's going on? What? I just feel off all day. And I realized that that morning i had had an early breakfast and I had missed my daily rendezvous with God. And it was just a little insight into how those moments of reflection and connection with God, I'm not talking about an hour, maybe just five minutes of connecting are so vital to our spiritual well-being throughout the day. So dear friends, a daily rendezvous with God. And I'm using rendezvous very purposefully This is a love thing. This isn't work. This is connecting with God, the lover. God helps to gentle and stabilize us, to sustain us so that we actually have light to shine and salt to flavor our lives with. And one of the things that happens is that when we begin our to-do, I said it, our to-be list, with God, other things quite naturally flow into our lives. Like being kind, being brave, being available, interruptible, being grateful. Being patient, being curious, being gracious, being correctable, and being fully human. You know, confession time, when I first started being a pastor 23 years ago, I thought my job was to always be the perfect one. To have the solution to every problem and to be without a spot or wrinkle. (laughs) In short, I was trying to shine with my own life or my own light and to be salty with my own salt and it was completely exhausting, really, really exhausting. And so in recent years I found myself often wondering what if a crucial part of our being salt and light together is not our moral perfection but our vulnerability about how much we actually need God's grace and mercy in our lives, moment by moment, day by day. Or to connect with our 2023 scripture, what if we're all just a bunch of thirsty people telling other thirsty people where to finally get the drink that they really need. I love that Jesus says, those who drink my living water will never be thirsty again. So friends, what if we don't show up here every Sunday morning because we are better than our neighbors or wiser or more virtuous than them, but instead because we show up here because we are thirsty? We know where to come and the one to whom we should go to quench our thirst. So dear friends, the needs of the world really are huge and urgent and there is so much for us to do. But as our 2023 verse reminds us, we first need to be drinking God's living water. As Isaiah says, we need to be sourced and watered, I love that, watered by God's love. Our being in God is what needs to sustain all of our doing. And then it goes on and on and on. So, do you remember that warehouse graffiti in Dallas? Do, be, do, be, do. I think Jesus would want us to add one more line Be, do, be, do, be. Can you sing that with me? Be, do, be, do, be. Amen.